The producers of the film Fantastic Fungi remind us that mushrooms have been known for their immune boosting and mental health benefits. They are considered to be medicinal tools that improve our physical functioning and that can expand our mind for increased cognitive functioning, mental clarity, and creativity. And some are involved in muscle growth and recovery. The significance of mushrooms in video games is something that is often overlooked and rarely talked about, and the producers want to change that. They report that building on the real-life benefits of mushrooms to humans, for decades, video game designers have incorporated mushrooms that help players achieve success or simply add dimension to the worlds they're creating. In video games, mushrooms are commonly used as healing foods or gifts that optimize the character's functioning. They make the character grow bigger, move faster, and restore the character's health. They may also serve as a crucial ingredient in a potion. Through video game platforms, we can share our appreciation for mushrooms as they reward us with life-improving properties. And the producers give one famous example of mushrooms in video games. In the original Super Mario games, mushrooms have the power-boosting effect of making him grow in size. These mushrooms help Mario defeat his enemies and have more chance of survival since he can take a hit without dying. Words from the producers of the film Fantastic Fungi. How perfect, then, that we're invited to enter the Toadstool Kingdom, where, while we're on the subject of Mario, the video game character who lives in Mushroom Kingdom, he happens to be a plumber. On Friday, September 10th, the Little Theatre of Wilkes-Barre will open its first main stage show before a live audience since March of 2020, and they will present Tall Green Plumber, a video game musical that covers the highs and lows of the citizens of Toadstool Kingdom. And Tall Green Plumber was written by local playwrights Ian Owens and Mike Borgenik from an original concept by Ian. Additional book and lyrics were provided by Katie Lynch and original graphics were done by Ayana Groover. We had a chance to speak by phone with Ian Owens about the little theater and the original musical, Tall Green Plumber. This is the 99th season consecutively at Little Theater where we've been putting on stage productions in one capacity or the other. We did actually have a, a stage production occur earlier in the year. It was on the stage, but it was broadcast out, so it still counts. But this show that opens up in a few weeks here, Tall Green Plumber, that will be actually the first staged production with a live audience since the shutdown of the last production, which was The Wedding Singer back in March of 2020. So it's been a long time coming. And how exciting for you that you get to do the honors. It's uh, it's a tremendous honor when Scott Collin, the artistic director at Little Theater, he reached out and said, hey, do you guys want to lead off our season? <laughs> a, it was just exciting that it was going to be my partner in my show, that we get to physically put it on the stage, but the fact that we get to also lead off the season and, and welcome people back to live theater in the area is a tremendous honor. Give us the title and give us the premise, and then we'll see if we can flesh it out. So the title of the show is a Tall Green Plumber, a video game musical. 
It's a parody of a whole lot of other well-established video games, like old Nintendo games, that kind of thing. But the kind of basic premise follows these two plumbers. <laughs> it, it should be a very familiar storyline to those of us who played video games in, in the past. And, and one, one of the plumbers has basically been the hero, of, the hero of the kingdom for years and years, saving the day every time the princess got captured by basically the villain while his uh, little brother got left in the shadows. But this show kind of explores what happens when uh, what happens when fame goes to one's head and, and what happens when the other brother, the forgotten brother, has to maybe step up and prove that he's just as good as, as his brother. When you say it's a musical, that means you had to create the music too? That's correct. My partner, Mike Vavzinic, and I, we have written, I think it's 21 original songs for the show. We definitely pay homage to old video games, and some of the themes are going to feel familiar, but every joke, every, every line somebody sings, every piano stroke we came up with, which is it was quite the undertaking. It's, it's been in our heads for 10 years, <laughs> so it's been a, a long time bringing it to this point. Well, we know video games are things that take place somewhere other than three-dimensional reality. How do you evoke the sense that we're in a video game or we're witnessing something that might be a video game? We try to do our best with some of the scenic design. We try to, again, like I said, pay homage to some old games. So we looked at some of the castles that were used in the old games and try to make our set resemble that to an extent. We have trees. We're not trying to cut out a lifelike tree. We're trying to cut out a tree that looks like something you'd see when playing a video game. So a lot of it's in the scenic design. Costumes. Our customer is incredible. She's put together some really great pieces that, again, pay homage to things. So if you've played the games, you'll understand. And even if you haven't, you've probably heard of some of the characters and some things will feel familiar. Uh, and then even in the show itself, we, we have some plot devices within the show that are very video game specific that you wouldn't typically see on a stage. So we kind of play around with it. We, we tried to write something that if you were a hardcore video game player, you would get every reference. You'll understand it immediately. But if you're more of a theater person who just likes to go watch musicals and watch live theater, you'll understand that some of these things might be video game related. But we still wanted to have a product that a non-video game enthusiast could come watch and have a great time and understand and enjoy. Well, we know that video games, by their very nature, involve interaction. So is that something you try to invoke, too? We do have one character in particular who basically understands that they're in a video game and a musical, so they kind of interact with the audience directly, kind of breaking the fourth wall, having some fun with them, making jokes about what's happening on the stage, making sure we're not taking ourselves too seriously. As far as the characters we meet, they're princesses and plumbers and so forth. How do you do character development? Are they cartoon-like characters who don't have any depth? Do they go through any character development, or doesn't that figure into a game scenario? That's, you know, that's a really good, that's a really great question, because one of the things about video games, like the older ones specifically, you know, the new ones, they're so, they're so involved that there's character development in video games now, and it's kind of, it's a lot. But the old games, it always followed the same premise. And one of the reasons we wanted to write this is because every one of the old games, they always followed the exact same premise. And we thought, well, wouldn't it be fun to start off with the same premise and then change things and then actually make the characters grow and make them try new things and, and take the show to places where somebody might be expecting, oh, they're going to do that thing that we always do here, and then we change it. So yeah, there's tons of character development, especially among the leads. The main princess has an incredibly good storyline. Both of the plumbers have, I think both of the plumbers have good character arcs. 
And yeah, there's a couple of characters we have in the show that are just purely just for fun. They have great songs. They're there for comedic purposes. But I'd say, yeah, amongst the lead characters, we absolutely did our best to make them kind of pop off the screen, you know, break them down a little bit, make them real people who are trapped in this video game world and do follow these normal tendencies. But we we tried to grow them a little bit, for sure. Going back to music, Ian, what kind of instrumentation do your songs call for in terms of the scoring? You know, it's, it's funny. One of the main reasons we started writing the show as a musical is because the old video game songs were so beloved. beloved. And everybody who knows old video games, and even video games today, everyone knows that if I start playing the old Legend of Zelda, the old Super Mario Brothers music, everybody would go, oh, that's from a video game. So we, we figured, you know, music is so integral to the games. How is there not a musical about video games? Let's do it. So uh, along that note, we are both, my co-writer and I, we're both big, big theater nerds. <laughs> so I think there's a lot of, there's definitely a lot of influence from famous Broadway shows. There's a number in the show that's very much like something out of the producers. We kind of took some themes from that and, and it made it work for ourselves. You know, we both listen to a lot of alternative rock and pop music and that kind of thing. I think a lot of that moved itself into what we wrote. But then as we tried to go ahead and turn it into a video game musical with our our pit set up right now with two pianos, a, a bass player and a drummer. So the main piano is going to play, be playing normal piano, but the second piano is going to be playing a lot of kind of synthetic noises, kind of electronic sounding noises to make it get that kind of... 8-bit kind of sound like the old games had and it adds something really cool to the to the music where it still gives off that old theme and, and atmosphere of, of oh you're listening to video game music but we tried to modernize it with our influences again from broadway from pop music from stuff that's popular today we kind of melded a lot of things together to create a lot of the songs so you're expecting that the audience will be broad not just gamers but just anybody who loves theater Absolutely. We've done read-throughs with folks, read-throughs, and we let them listen to some music. A lot of different people from different backgrounds. We've definitely brought in some of the gaming community and people who may not do a lot of theater or watch a lot of theater, and they read the script and they loved it. But we've also read it with people who don't play games, and they think it's great. You know, they, they might not get all the references, but they enjoy the themes, the music. We wanted to write a show that was not just going to have a, a very specific target audience, right? We want We wanted to write something that anybody could come see and enjoy. Even if you don't get all the references and jokes, you'll still understand the themes and understand most of the jokes and most of what's going on, and it'll be a really fun, pleasant experience. We began by talking about how neat it is that you get a chance to not only do the show, but to Mm -hmm. open the season after a shutdown like the COVID pandemic forced upon Mm -hmm. performing arts groups and centers all throughout the country. Is there anything appropriate about starting a fresh with this kind of theme, this kind of piece, anything that would say isolation, we're out of isolation, anything you can think about? You know, I think I think there's definitely something to be said about coming back from the pandemic. And obviously it changed, changed a lot of things for everybody. It changed a lot of people themselves. It changed things both externally and internally. And, you know, coming back and we were doing Les Miserables to start the season off. Again, great show. It's been done however many times. And, and I, I wonder if coming back from the pandemic and getting to go see not just a show, which everyone enjoys going and having that escape for a few hours that you get at a theater. You know, we've all had our changes and there, there's new things in all of us. And maybe coming and seeing a brand new musical for the first time that's, 
literally never been seen. I mean, I haven't even seen it yet, technically. So <laughs> I've just read it on my paper. So maybe there's something about a lot of new things happening over the past year. And then, you know, you come to the theater and you know what? Yeah, there's something new in the theater. It's kind of a chance to take a fresh start. And, you know, obviously we're going to do the classics again in the future, I'm sure. But there's definitely something there with just the overall theme itself of just the overall idea that we're just coming back and we're seeing a new show. And it's, a, it's the first time and it's kind of a breath of fresh air. It's not the same songs that you've heard, even though you might love them and you might love Les Miserables or Chicago or all, all those shows, but, you know, getting a chance to come see something for the first time. I think there's an, an extra level of excitement on top of just being able to go to the theater. And, and within the characters and the show itself, I can definitely say that there is one character who really goes through a lot of... There are multiple characters in the show who have issues with kind of feeling isolated a lot of the time and throughout the show kind of understand and learn to accept that isolation, but also understand that they have the power within themselves to maybe get out of that or, or to break free of that or to accept it and, and make it work for them. So I think there's definitely something along those lines as well. Playwright Ian Owens, co-author with Mike Varzhenik, of Tall Green Plumber, a video game musical, opening at the Little Theatre of Wilkes-Barre, Friday, September 10th, and running through the 19th, Fridays and Saturdays and Sundays, the first main stage show with a live audience at Little Theatre since March of 2020. There will be shows Fridays and Saturdays, September 10th and 17th at 8 p.m., and Sundays, September 12th and 19th at 3 the Little Theatre of Wilkes-Barre is located at 537 North Main Street. And for more information, ltwb.org, ltwb.org. Tall Green Plumber, a video game musical, the world premiere at the Little Theatre of Wilkes-Barre, 537 North Main Street. And that's Fridays and Saturdays, September 10th and 17th and the 11th and 18th at 8 each night and Sundays, September 12th and 19th at 3. For more information, ltwb.org.